What is up, y'all? Week two is officially in the books, and my lord, Gabe, what a freaking crazy week. So, guys, we're going to follow the same structure week by week from now until mid-February when the Chicago Bears are holding the Lombardi Trophy up. Just kidding. They're not going to hold it up. They are the worst 2-0 team in the league. I'm going to try not to kill them too bad this week, but just know that I do believe, in fact, I know Chicago Bears are the worst 2-0 team in the league right now. Gabe, without talking about the uh, elephant in the room, which is the injuries, give me your thoughts on this week and really what what things looked like. My fantasy football teams let me down this week. I mean, I went one on one. Darren Waller went off, but and he pretty much saved at least my week from going 0-2. But I'm in two leagues, and the one league that I was killing, like I scored like 180 some on points. Freaking that team scored 140, and that's with Alvin Kamara's freaking 30, almost 40 point game. I needed 55 points from him because Josh Jacobs did nothing. Yeah, um, so I'm in three leagues. Two and zero and two, zero and two in ours. Um, Saquon had been trying to offload that bum since I drafted him, and what do you know? He gets injured like he always does. Shocker! Hey, if you weren't so greedy, you would have offloaded them to me. I mean, I, I'm telling you, he was, we would, he's the worst pick I've ever made. He's the worst pick I've ever made. Didn't we like we were talking about it like the day before, and then I was like, "Man, how's this keep my guy?" To people, I have been talking to people since the day I put him on the block, and I'm like, "Eh, "I don't know, I don't know," and it wasn't even that I was asking for too much. I mean, I guess I was, but it was just I was a little scared to get rid of him because what if he did go off? Um, But well, the only thing he's going to go off on now is rehab, and that's. Fantasy football has taught me one thing. Always go with your gut. Because Always. Every, like, like, just an example for me is I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to sit Will Fuller against the Ravens. Ravens have a great defense. Great defense. And I was like, I should I should put John Brown in. Because John Brown, he's I mean, he's feasting on the second corner with yep. Stephon Diggs now. And uh, what do you know? John Brown had 15 points. Will Fuller had zero. And guess how Will much Fuller's I lost by? Will Fuller's the reason why I lost. Well, he's actually one of the reasons that I lost. I lost by, I think, 13 points. <laughs> so John Brown would have made me win this week. I So I had four guys this, this week in our league. Scored me a combined 12 points. And I'll have you know that my team, had I played any other team besides the two guys that I have played thus far, I would be 2-0. I have given up. That doesn't, that doesn't I, matter. I, I hate to. I, I it doesn't. But I hate to say given up. But I have given up the most points over anybody by like sixty in our league. It's I. I've come across this week. Came across Aaron Jones. What do you know? Stephon Diggs. <laughs> what do you know? Last week, who did I come across? Freaking Zeke. Um, and one other dude who had like fifty points. And I'm just like screw this. Adams. <laughs> No, it wasn't like 40 that points. was my dad. That was my dad. I can't even remember who I went up against, but yeah, there's there's our fantasy football segment, y'all. Um, fantasy football is already ticking me off in my freaking league, me and Gabe's league. I'm 0 and 2. I mean, come <laughs> on. And then the other two leagues, I'm 2 and 0, which is great. Hopefully, I win money there. But in I'm our in league, you see what happens. I'm in the same boat. You're one and one. 
Yeah, but what I'm talking about in the same boat is I don't. I, I'm not confident in my team that much, but in my other team, like I think I can win. I can. I think I can win some money off of it. it the thing is, is, is right now kind of to, to to shift gears. Is I don't think anybody's confident right now um, in real life. I'm not even talking fantasy. I'm just talking in real life because of the complete and utter massacre that was this Sunday across the NFL. Give me some of the some of the just big names that, that dropped. And guys, we're not even going to talk about the the guys that the average Joe won't know. We're just going to talk about big names. You don't necessarily have to say exactly what the injury was, but run me down these big names, and I'm going to count these after you say each one. We have Barkley, Nick Bosa, Raheem Mostert, Tevin Coleman, Solomon Thomas, Kay Makers, Jimmy G, Devontae Adams, Tara Taylor. His was chest pain that... No one knows what it is yet. It, so, Baron, so, it, so it was he took he took a painkiller related to a rib issue he was having pregame, and then like five minutes before they were to run out on the field, he's like, "Oh my god, I can't breathe!" And so they sent him in. How'd you actually okay. Justin Herbert? Dude's just chilling out, expecting to carry a clipboard, and then they're like, "Um, go out there and beat the defending <laughs> Super Bowl champs, man." Continue. He did. He he played pretty good, but we have Sterling Shepard, Byron Jones. Uh, Chris Hogan, which it's funny because he's pretty much the st- one of the starting wide receivers now. Uh, Frank Clark, Darrell Williams, T- uh, Tavon Young, uh, Cortland Sutton, Drew Locke. That sucks for the Broncos. Bruce Irving yep. and Christian McCaffrey. Those are just the big name starters or like starters for the team. Oh, and Anthony Barr. All of that's those people. And, 14 starters. And, th- and that's not even... All of them. I mean, that's just some of them. It's crazy how many people get hurt this this week. And most of them it, are big-name players. That like the, That's the thing. I mean, you have... So, Tom, Michael Thomas, he wasn't hurt this week, but last week he was hurt. So, he was a first-round pick in our league. Then, to kind of bring up fantasy, Christian McCaffrey was the first overall. Saquon Barkley was the third overall. I mean, like, you're, you're dealing with some major... Guys getting hurt. The 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 49ers, they were already going to have issues getting um, getting back to the Super Bowl as is, just because of just you very rarely will get to back to back Super Bowls. It's just kind of just how things go. But they go out and they lose two thirds of their dominant. I'm just going to call it what it is: dominant defensive line, dominant, and they're out for the year. And don't even get me going with the fact that something is bound to happen to them again this week because they played the Jets last week at MetLife Stadium. Who do they play this week? The Giants at MetLife Stadium. Something is going on with that turf, which is just, un, uh, you can't even, it's unfathomable, truthfully. These guys are in the NFL. I understand non-contact injuries happen. I understand injuries happen. But when it's guys that are getting killed weekly, and, and teams are complaining about the stickiness of the turf at MetLife Stadium and nothing is done. Like, y'all know I'm not afraid to roast the NFL. I'm not afraid to call out the NFL. I'm calling them out. Like, this is a multi-billion dollar team and you can't even get some good turf. Whereas I go into a high school football field right up the road and odds are I'm probably going to play on better turf. It's it's unexplainable. I, I don't get it. Um, and, and it's... Truth, truth be told, like it's going to screw these teams over. The the Niners, for example. I mean, Jimmy G, he hasn't been ruled out this week. It's a high ankle sprain. The dude's going to miss at least three weeks, at least. And then for you sure. get Solomon Thomas, done. You get Nick Bosa, 
done. Raheem Mostert's going to miss at least two games. Tevin Coleman, they're not ruling him out this week, but he's he's going to be inactive. Let's just call it what it is. Guys, I mean, even like, if he's not, are, he won't be 100%, so it doesn't really matter. I mean, these are major, major injuries. And Gabe, what, you, what are we... What are we saying like this is, is this because of, and I think you were about to ask this, is this because of the lack of preseason? It's a, that's a hard, that's a hard question to know. Just because like you think it is just because maybe they haven't had the ideal workout and they're not really ready for it. But I mean, there was like almost no injuries week one besides like, I mean, there's, there's a few, but not like this. So it's kind of interesting on is it lack of like I feel like you could roll out half of them for lack of like conditioning just because it's like Drew Locke's shoulder and eh, that's not going to be conditioning. Frank Clark he was just sick. I wonder if it was COVID. I don't. I doubt it was since they didn't say anything. That, that but. was that was the first thing that popped into my mind and I'm telling you if Frank Clark has COVID and. I, I'm not saying he is or he isn't. I don't want to assume because you know what that does. If he has coronavirus, that team, and we talked about this a few weeks ago, A, that team's going to look a lot different, and B, what's going to happen if Patrick Mahomes catches it? We talked about this a few weeks ago. Are they just going to say, screw it, go out and play? No. And you have a little cough? <clears throat> or no, are they going to say – That would be the dumbest thing ever. And then that begs the question: Is it, it just it just opens up a whole other can of worms? Is really what I don't it think does. I don't think it's that big of a deal. It, it was, if say he did get it, then Mahomes got it. It would just be Mahomes. You're sitting for two weeks. Oh well, it's not it's not in the world. It's more it's more serious whenever you look at it, like playoff time. That's but it's week th- what he'll, he would miss week three and four. Who really cares? Um, and if he plays like he did last week, he'll probably won't win another game in the NFL. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> but one thing, did you hear about what happened to the 49ers on their airplane and stuff? I did not. Like they had to like, uh, I, th- I forgot exactly what happened with the airplane, but they had to like land somewhere else. And then the uh, MRI, they had like an MRI vehicle. Couldn't make it to that, like broke down. So they had to go to the hospital instead or whatever. And, Kyle Shanahan's just like had enough. He's just like, of course it did. Of course it w- broke down. So and then they had to drive from, they had to drive from like, I, I think it was like 30 miles instead of going to the airport nearby the stadium. So it's just kind of, so, so they, they're, one thing they're basically after living like, they're basically living like the normal life, like us normal folk live. And um, no, it's become one thing not- after another. So, I mean, yeah. even then, they're still living even better than what normal folk live. I mean, let's just call I mean, it. They're all, all millionaires, so most of them uh, are. I mean, my good, my goodness. Um, but it's just so no, guys. I mean, it, they have some bad juju, really bad. They need to go to like the church and like get baptized or something because they have some ickies on them. It's a, so, something. I, I need to call it. You mentioned baptized, and that reminds me, guys. Y'all, a lot of y'all probably aren't even going to know who this is, but. Uh, I think I need to call Jorge Masvidal, um, the UFC fighter. He's known as Street Jesus. If y'all don't know who Jorge Masvidal is, look him up. Um, what he says he does is when he beats opponents, he, quote, baptizes them. So maybe I need to call up Jorge Masvidal and say, hey, you need to go into San Fran and you need to say whatever you say and you need to baptize all these dudes so you can get rid of the bad juju. Be gone, like demons. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, my goodness, my That's goodness. Pretty bad. So, so with without, um, I mean, we've we've talked about not without. We talked about the injuries. Give me your thoughts on uh, some of the games. I mean, I know we. I'm looking at our show notes right now. I know you've got some strong opinions on uh, your MVP candidate boy. But, oh yeah, um, he looked good as ever. Holy. So so he he looks good as ever. Yes, but I think you and I can agree that I you um. <laughs> That he's not going to win it over how uh, your boy Ciara Wilson is playing. Ciara, however you say her name, Russell Wilson up in Seattle. That dude is dominating. But give me your rundown of this past week. Right, right now for MVP early MVP predictions, I have Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, and then Kyle, uh, Kyle, Kyle, <laughs> Kyler Murray. <laughs> Couldn't say his name. You, you, he, he just makes you he makes you your heart skip a beat so much so you can't even think. And by the yeah. way, breaking news: the Giants are signing Devontae Freeman. Yeah, that's not technically breaking news. It's been it's been out for like four hours. But anyways, oh, well, uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, Russia. Like after watching that Patriots and Seahawks game, which by the way, I changed my prediction from Seahawks to the Patriots, and the Patriots lost, so I lost that one too. Um, but. After watching that Patriots game, freaking Russell Wilson, I I take back everything I've ever said, like top 10 quarterbacks and stuff. Wilson's the best quarterback in the NFL right now. He does everything right. He makes almost no bad decisions. Um, He throws an accurate ball. The best deep ball accuracy in the NFL. Um, Aaron Rodgers is behind him. And Josh Allen, I don't know how he won't hold this up the whole season, or I don't think he would. But he's playing out of his mind right now, too. But, yeah, yeah. Wilson's just I, incredible. I, I think that um, when it comes down to it, when you talk to, like, and when you read on things of not big football names, but guys who um, are in the front offices and, and scouts and things like that, they all say Russell Wilson's the best quarterback in the NFL, and he has been for three, four, five years. Russell Wilson. Not a single MVP vote. Russell Wilson is a monster. He Let's just call it what it is. He, he is arguably, and this is not hyperbole, y'all. He is arguably the greatest deep ball passer of all time. This is not of right now. This is of all time. This dude very, very very rarely makes mistakes. You can go look at his stats, and I don't have them up right now uh, off the top of my head, but this dude, it's every freaking year. He has a great year, and he does it under the radar, which is so strange that he hasn't that he does it under the radar. I mean, because he, he everybody knows who he is. We've known who he was since he came out of Wisconsin as a third-round pick, and I believe it was 2011. I mean, it's just... This dude does everything. You need to get a first down with his feet? Let's do it. You need him to throw a deep ball when it matters? Let's do it. You need him to throw an accurate out route? Hardest route, by the way, in football to throw to. Let's do it. You need him to uh, literally anything. Anything. The dude is a monster. He is a monster. I would take him over every single quarterback in the league right now. And and I was looking this past week, or it was actually today, I was looking today to see who I, where I rated him at, at QB, and I feel like an idiot. 
I, I rate him as the second best quarterback in the league. I feel like a complete idiot. Because Patrick Mahomes, though he's good, by the way, y'all, refresher, go listen to episode seven if you forgot this. Patrick Mahomes, in my opinion, is the most overrated player in the league. But you actually doubled down on that. I, th- I didn't think pe- stupid people would uh, say the same thing again. I'm just telling you, Patrick Mahomes is the most overrated player in the league. You, you don't get no, paid not. $45 million a year and not be the best at your position. It just doesn't happen. You should not yes, it does. be it happens. paid. What are you talking about? It happens all you the time with not. quarterbacks. Market value. Get out of here. You know my thoughts. No, no, that. no, no. It's it's the last person who signed a contract is the highest paid. If Russell Wilson value. was going to get paid, if Russell Wilson was going to get his contract due right now, he would get paid more than Mahomes. And I mean, look at Watson. He got paid just underneath Mahomes, and Watson's not nearly as good of quarterback as uh, Mahomes. I take Russell Wilson a hundred times out of a hundred, and this first two weeks has proven that. Um, guys, I'm an idiot. I'm, I, I have no problem admitting my mistakes and admitting my faults and admitting my flaws. I made a massive mistake on episode seven, six weeks ago, when I said that Russell Wilson was not as good as Patrick Mahomes. Made a massive mistake. Russell Wilson will win the MVP. And the, and the, and the thing is, is Russell Wilson. Hey, me and you were on the same boat. Like We both thought Mahomes was rather than Wilson. I was wrong. Can you name can you name me like as an average Joe? Could you have somebody name four players on the Seahawks offense? Average Joe? <laughs> average Joe. <laughs> Probably not. But I mean that's that's not necessarily saying like he doesn't play could with they, good players. Me, because he plays with a lot of good players. Two. But but that's that's the different issue though. That's more of an issue of when was the last time besides yesterday, when was the last time the Seahawks were on a national televised game? They're, they're on like two national televised games a year, and they're one of the best NFC's best NFL teams in the NFL. Like they like DK Metcalf is a monster. Lockett, one of the best wide receivers that no one really talks about because he doesn't flash and he's not on he's TV. Tiny. That defense, besides the last couple of years, has been really good. He has besides his offensive line, he's always had stuff. It's not like he did it by himself. But the only reason he hasn't won MVP is media. I mean, he doesn't get enough attention. He doesn't talk to the media. Like, he doesn't say anything outrageous like Mr. Big Chess over there. He just plays the game and goes on. I mean, right now, he he's had... he the first, Week one, he missed four balls. Week two, he missed seven. One of them was tipped for interception. That was an easily catchable ball. So, I mean... He, he 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 just looks crazy. He has nine touchdowns, one pick, and that pick wasn't his fault. He has he has he has two more touchdowns than he has incompletions, if I'm remembering right. That's not or right. Two, but, well, then it then it might have been it is, might be two less touchdowns than what he has incompletions. Correct. Correct. Because it's four insane. incompletions week one, seven in week two. That's insane, guys. Here's a prediction, and this is both of us this this week. I almost said this year. Both of us this week, the Cowboys are going to get absolutely murdered, murdered, murdered. Especially if they start the game out like they did versus the Falcons. They're going to get destroyed (laughs) by Russell Wilson. I mean, they're getting pieced up by bums out there. I'm not saying Matt Ryan's a bum, but Matt Ryan couldn't hold Russell Wilson's jockstrap. They are getting... He may have 
450 yards passing and three, yeah, four touchdowns this upcoming week. He is going to destroy Trevon Diggs. He is going to destroy Chidobia Wuzier. He is going to destroy Anthony Brown. And can you name me any other players on the Cowboys defense? I mean, I can't. I can name I'm, their starters, but I'm for the Smith. sake of conversation. The, the for the sake Lawrence. of conversation. Uh, I Xavier can't, Woods. Uh, um, Smith, their linebacker. I can't. I Jalen Smith, the most overrated, overpaid freaking linebacker in the league you think everyone's overrated anybody Um, who's a cowboy fan who knows that or who watches football will tell you jalen brown or jalen brown jalen smith might be one of the worst linebackers jalen brown is overrated i agree with that but get out of here you don't even watch basketball get out of here um but yeah russell wilson guys beast now let's talk about the opposing quarterback this week or last week i should say did the patriots make the wrong call in giving the ball to Super Scam Newton on the one-yard line with three seconds left. For one, a quick call and Super Scam. For two, uh, no. It's the right move. You always give the ball to the best players. It's stupid otherwise. If Look at it this way. If if he, if they would have thrown it to Ryan Izzo and he drops the ball, everyone's going to be saying, well, you should have given it to your best player. And that's not Ryan Izzo. Izzo's not even the best tight end. For a single team in the NFL, including the Patriots, <laughs> great blocking, so, great blocking tight end. But that's about wait, it. I, I do want to say he has improved a lot, but that's not—he's not great. But no, it's not the—it's not not the wrong move. It's exactly what if you look. That play is very interesting. If you look, the Seahawks played that perfectly. Fate, every they played like, it perfectly because he called that play four times, sent the sent the running backs in motion to whatever side he did, and that in the side that he sent them in motion, he ran to that side. That okay? If yeah. if, if 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 NFL is so so easy, why is not why is like why did they give up what three touchdowns before? They couldn't stop that. They knew exactly what was coming. Everyone in the state. Well, I was about to say stadium. Everyone in the stadium. No, no, don't be saying everyone that. Everyone nobody there. Everyone that was watching football knew exactly who was getting the ball. Guess what? They can't stop it. It's impossible to stop until that one time. And what happened was pretty much the whole Patriots offensive line got beat. Jakob Johnson got destroyed. And they had one guy. I forgot. I think it was Lano's Hill. He was running on the outside so to prevent the wide open lane on the outside. All Cam Newton had to do was jump it outside and it would most likely have been a touchdown, easily a touchdown. Um, but it's interesting if you look at that a still shot of that play right before he jumps into the hole, it is daylight. It There's no one there. And it well, it's all, actually nighttime. All, all of a sudden, that the, the hole closed and everyone came in. And I mean... It's just one of those things. Don't you can't blame the offense, defense, whatever. Seahawks played better on that one play than the Patriots. It's that simple. They executed the game better. I like I like hearing people say that. At the end of the day, it just boils down to um, execution. Whether it's on one play or whether it's on fifty nine minutes and fifty nine seconds worth. In that case, fifty nine minutes and fifty seven seconds worth. Um, they just executed better. A great game. Great game. Nobody thought it was going to be like that. Fantastic game. Um, Can I say yeah. a few things about that game? Yeah. Um, DK Metcalf is a monster. He he is so big. It's crazy. He, I think he got to Gilmore a little bit. 
Um, I've never seen Gilmore so chippy and stuff. DK said he was the most physical corner he's ever played against. Um, and Gilmore's quite a bit smaller than him. Like, I want to say 30 or 40 pounds smaller. Plus, like, Everybody maybe, is smaller than DK maybe, Metcalf out maybe there. Maybe, like, two or three inches. And he looks tiny compared to DK. But uh, that one catch to DK down for a touchdown, Gilmore, he got beat a little bit on that on the... It was like going out kind of he went in. It was a perfect but pass. Th- yeah, the pass was perfect. He caught the ball. Like, Gilmore was there to make a play. He he was probably a few inches away from blocking and blocking the uh, catch. But DK brushed him off like nothing. It was like a bag of potatoes. It was crazy. Um, Gilmore did knock him on the sideline once, and it was a pretty good hit. I mean, DK dropped the like missed the ball and freaking Gilmore just smashed him. So that was good that they actually got something back. But the defense played pretty bad. I think I don't put honestly I don't really put much blame on the defensive backfield, which sounds weird since Russell Wilson gave up five touchdowns. But that front seven couldn't stop anything. Um I think they need to put Bentley in for pat uh, run, rush defense only and then the second it starts getting more passing, put in Duggar. Duggars are going to be the safety that can do everything. He's as big as he's the closest thing to DK size, and he looks he looked incredible. But the defense on the Patriots, that front seven looks really bad. Having one linebacker it kind of sucks. That's why I I picked the Raiders to beat him this week. And um, oh, Raiders have no the chance. End, at the end of the day, um, that run defense is abysmal. <laughs> like abysmal and one, one thing the only reason why i believe the raiders are going to win i mean Derek carr's been playing really well darren waller's been playing good and again at the end of the day when you're playing with half a linebacker um it is a little hard and darren waller is an extremely good tight end if i i believe i put him at three i didn't look um no i think i put him at four um with blake jarwin at five another injury by the way torn ACL freaking week one but Blake Jarwin uh, and Darren Waller are so far apart it's incredible but it's it's I I do believe the Raiders are going to win but I mean at the end of the day the the Patriots truth be told I thought they were going to be pretty good if I'm remembering right I believe I called them 10 and 6 you said 13 and 3 if Cam Newton plays good is that what I said okay so I I I thought they were going to be pretty good but Super Cam, he looks pretty good out there. I will say that. Like, he looks pretty freaking good. And he threw – guys, this is not this is not a freak uh, accident. Is he gave Julian Edelman – or Julian Edelman, I should say, had the most receiving yards of his career in one game on Sunday. I'm not saying it all because Cam and him have this just incredible chemistry like him and Tom did. No, I mean, him and Tom had it for what? nine ten years um he's not going to have it two weeks in but at the end of the day cam looks good he does and in in truth be told he's with the he's with a coach that is going to put him in good positions at the end of the day he's with a coach that is going to put him in good positions and um that's exactly what he needs especially to rehab his career and and honestly i wouldn't be surprised hey he's going to win the 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 uh comeback player of the year i believe we both said that um and then b is if he if he continues to ball out, he's going to get him a nice fat contract from the New England Patriots. Um, but that's 16 weeks away, 17, 18, 19 weeks, however long they play into the into the playoffs. Because again, guys, they will make the playoffs. Um, but he looks pretty good. 
So I was pretty impressed with him. He's just he had he makes some bad decisions sometimes. Like because it's, I mean that interception that he threw was pretty bad. I mean that he, he, he yeah it, it, they threw that play like two or three times before, and that throw wasn't good. Like yeah, I don't know, it was just an ugly play. Yeah, um, and that's something that's something Camp's always done. Very yeah, actually very reminiscent of not in the same way necessarily, but very reminiscent of Jay Cutler. Um, is you're kind of going to get what you get. And sometimes he's going to do things you're like, oh, my Lord, how did he just do that? Cam is not necessarily with his arm strength, but um, how is he going to do that? It's really Cam thinks he's more accurate than he is, is, is his downfall. But um, he's also he going to pretty make, accurate, though. He's going to make plays. He's a lot more like, accurate than I thought he was. Oh, yeah, he, he absolutely is, especially in the intermediate routes. He's, he's a lot better in the intermediate routes than people give Dude. him credit for. Freaking his intermediate routes are amazing. Like he, they're just he, on he the puts, money. He puts the ball where it needs to be because at the end of the day, he's only ever played with small, shifty guys who aren't going to blow the top off the defense and, and get a seventy-yard play, a la Tyreek Hill or whatever. Um, he's playing with guys that are going to just get open in the zone. They know where to go. They know how to use their body to shield defenders, so on and so forth. Um, Cam Newton's a good intermediate thrower, but um, at the end of the day, he looks good. Did the Raiders surprise you last night beating the Saints? And notice, guys, I said last night we are recording this on a Tuesday, uh, but that doesn't even matter. So did they surprise you last night when they beat the Saints? Clearly they did because you predicted the Saints to win. That didn't completely surprise me. What surprised me more is how bad the Saints played. Everyone's like trashing Drew Brees. I swear I watched – I feel like I watched a different game than other people. Drew Brees might not be his regular self, it felt like all of his receivers dropped the ball nine out of ten times he threw the ball. It's like I felt like I've never seen so many drops in my life. Emmanuel Sanders was zero. He was nowhere. I think he had one catch or something. He was pointless. Um, outside of Kamara, that Saints offense is pathetic. The thing is, is, is I was thinking about this earlier today or this morning, I should say, and I might have even texted it to you is one overreactions are annoying that's that's one drew Brees, guys he's not falling off a freaking cliff because at the end of the day drew Brees was never well i take that back in san diego he was but he was in san diego 13 years ago he was never known for his incredible arm strength what was he known for being the most accurate passer in league history. And by the way, sorry if y'all just heard my daughter. Um, that's just real life. So I, I think she's mad at overreactions as well as what it boils down to. But um, Drew Brees is also playing with that as number one receiver. Give the man some 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 uh, uh, cut him some Credit? slack is, is, is what it boils down to. Cut him some freaking slack. Um, and it's the second freaking week. The Saints are going to be okay. They have arguably the most talented roster top to bottom in the NFL. They are going to be okay. Drew Brees will go out next week and, and dominate. I can't even remember who they're playing. I do remember that I picked them. Um, they'll, they'll go out, he'll dominate, and the people are going to be like, oh, yeah. Um, who, uh, oh, the Saints play. Hold on. I can't even remember who they played this week. Uh, where's Packers. it at? Where's it at? Oh, they play Packers. the Packers. Yeah, and I actually had them winning. But um, – at the end of the day, guys, they're going to be okay. Give the man some 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 slack. Cut him some slack. He's going to be fine. Michael Thomas is going to come back. He's going to have like 84 Maybe. catches a game. 
and Gabe's going to be happy because Michael Thomas is on his team because he was the number seven overall pick, and all is going to be fine. It's going to be completely fine. The sky is not falling in New Orleans. Sean Payton is not going to be the Cowboys head coach in a year. Jerry Jones is not already calling for Sean Payton. Guys, just give them some freaking slack. It's fine. The Saints are okay. Did the Raiders surprise me? Kind of. I said it again. I believe it was week six. Josh Jacobs was going to be a top five running back in the league this time next year. I said that. Josh Jacobs is a monster. People didn't realize how good he was last year before he went down. He missed, I believe it was five games, and the dude still had something like 1,100 yards. And that John Gruden had said this offseason before coronavirus happened, he had said that he was going to be used more um, uh, in the pass catching game as well. He was targeted seven times last night, y'all. Josh Jacobs is a monster. Give the Raiders some, some credit and back off the Saints a little bit. Because at the end of the day, when you lose, sometimes it's not that you lost. Maybe it's because the other team is just good. In, in this case, just better than what people thought they were going to be. So, there's I mean, that. Darren Waller was unstoppable. I mean, Saints had no answer for him. Unstoppable. He, like he's, and he's a, he was a great tight end until he decided to to, to have, fight his own demons and, and, and lose, but came back and won. But um, he just had his own demons. And he, he was a good tight end before that, or he was supposed to be a good tight end, I should say. Never played it down. Um, was in practice squad and then... I actually do believe he played a couple downs with the Packers, if I'm remembering right, or the Jaguars, one of the two. Um, but uh, Darren Waller is, is a monster. The, and, and the Raiders would be better this year had they not lost their number, depending upon if you want to put Ruggs as their number one or two. So one or two wide receiver in Tyrell Williams, in I believe they lost him in either the offseason or, yeah, it was in the offseason to a mm-hmm. shoulder. Uh, I think it was torn labrum. So... Guys, the Raiders are a good team. They're a good team. With all that being said, we have just spent like 30 minutes talking about all this, which is totally fun. Recaps. I love recapping. Gabe, let us talk about what this week looks like. I'm going to let you talk. And truthfully, we have a lot of the same picks. We do differ. I think um, it was like on, four picks. <laughs> we, we do differ on some of them. And guys, I have to differ on him a little bit because um, – I have to keep the standings where they're at. Last week I went 13 and 3, Gabe went 12 and 4. For the season I'm at 24 and 8, Gabe is at 22 and 10. So I've got a two-game lead 2 weeks into this bad boy. If we're keeping things going, I'm going to have a three-game lead and then a four-game lead and then a five-game lead. Guys, I'm finally this is the week that I'm not picking the Broncos anymore. I can't pick There's the Broncos. Too many injuries. They're not going to be the 6th seed in the in the AFC like I thought they were going to be, guys. They're not. Very sad. Drew Locke is going to miss two to six weeks. Cortland Sutton is out. K.J. Hamler, their second-round pick, is out. It's a sad day in the Gonzalez household because the Broncos, they're not going to be it. And so I'm going to look like an idiot because they're not even going to make the playoffs. They're not even going to have a winning record. But that's okay. Gabe, give me your rundown. Okay, well, let's just go game by game. First off, we we have the Dolphins at the Jags. Minshew looks better than he did last year. Still think he's overrated. Don't think he can win at all. Like he, I don't think he can win anything. But I have the Jags winning this game. Just the Dolphins, they're not exciting. I mean, they, they might be good middle of the season to end of season, but they started the season off with a pretty difficult schedule. So see how that goes. But I think the Jags... Jack I'm Reynolds. right there with you. I'm right there with you. Me- beard versus mustache. Who wins? 
mustache. So silly. Gotta go. Gotta the beard go. Mustache. Is so much better than mustache. I gotta go. Mustache. That mustache he's, looks so stupid. He, he's. I mean, it looks stupid, but but I mean, I I can't fear that, the beard in this in this case. I cannot fear beard. the beard. Ooh, that beard's good. It's a good it, one. It, I mean, it's it looks it looks good. I can't I can't deny that, but I can't fear the beard. Guys, game two, 49ers versus I believe it is the Browns. I it's need to Giants. learn how to read. It's the Giants. Okay, I don't. I clearly can't read, y'all. Um, guys, I literally said it was a toss up um, on here. Like you could see, see our show notes. It says toss up, and I put the 49ers. Um, I'm about as confident in that as I am um, that the Celtics can win the finals. Truthfully, like it's a toss up. I really don't know. Um, if there's not injuries, if if the, all the teams are healthy, the 49ers would absolutely destroy them. But they're Completely missing agree. their quarterback. They're missing their running back. They're missing their second string running back. They're missing their best defensive end. They're missing their second best defensive end. They're missing like 84 wide receivers. They're missing George Kittle. They're probably still missing Richard Sherman. They're missing literally probably half of their starters. And all half of them, however many that is, what is that, 11? are really good players. So I'm going with the 49ers, but if the Giants win like Gabe thinks they will, um, I'm not going to be surprised. I'm not confident. Gabe, why do you pick the Giants? Just to so go honestly, against me and you and you no. want to get a game up? I get it. Actually, I had the Niners until I was thinking about all those injuries. And I think this one week later is going to be kind of hard for them. Um, the Giants really only lost Barkley. And it's going to, this game is going to Sterling Shepard. Yeah, but true. Didn't think about him. But I still have the Giants winning this one. Giants is like, they seem to win those close games. And I think this game is going to be close, mainly because I don't, I'm not a full on Mullen believer. And the 49ers have no one else. They like, they have Muhammad Sanu and Bourne and no running back. Brandon like, McKinnon is the playing. running back. It's I don't know honestly it's, it's I could be wrong changing it last second because usually you go by your gut gut but I think the Giants will win just I mean neither team is good I mean 49ers if they were healthy this game wouldn't even be close like I I would have I mean they would have won by twenty so this is it kind of it it kind of sucks with injuries but I'll I'll give the Giants so next up we have Washington football team at the Browns. What you think? So after last week, I gotta go Browns. I just do Baker. He looked good. Um, and at the end of the day, who did the Washington? Almost said the Washington Redskins. Who, the, who does the Washington football team have on offense besides Terry McLaurin, Antonio Gibson? Um, I do think he'll be okay this week um, because the front seven of the Cleveland Browns is not the best. But I gotta go Browns just simply because I I believe when push comes to shove they're gonna put up more points than than the Redskins. Duh, Washington football team. I caught myself again. Um, I believe they're gonna put up more points because their offense is just better. So I, I I've I've got to go Browns. And are are you feeling the same way, Gabe? Yeah, I mean, Washington like Washington has some hope for something, but I feel like the Browns after last week, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both went off. And if they keep on feeding them and then give Odell's catches here and there, I think that the Browns could be a very good team to have. Um, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see Washington scoring as much. 
I, I saw a stat last Friday, and it was when when Chubb and Hunt combined for, I believe it was 20-plus touches, I believe is what it was, the Browns are undefeated. So basically, they need to get 20 more, 21 touches or more, and the Browns will win every game is basically what that stat says. So not I don't really hate those stats. Law, law of average. You give the ball no. to your running backs forty times. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're giving the ball to the running backs forty times, odds are you're probably trying to milk the clock because you have a lead. So may, maybe that's the trick. Give the ball to your running backs forty times. Get a new running back every year because your running backs will die um, <laughs> every year, and go from there. Maybe, maybe that's the trick. Maybe I should be the GM, the head coach, and the owner of a football team and do that, and we'll see how that goes. I mean, there's our two number one running backs, so it makes sense on if exactly. you give them the ball. Exactly. Uh, here's our second disagreements: the Bungles versus the Eagles. Carson Wentz getting booed by the virtual fans. He is thirty and thirty-one over his last five years as a starter. So it's pretty clear that Carson Wentz has become nothing more than a mediocre quarterback. Maybe he never was anything more than that, but maybe he's regressed. Who knows? Gabe, who do you got and why? I have the Bengals because I think Joe Burrow gets his first win. And honestly, it's less about the Bengals and more about the Eagles. I think Carson Wentz has regressed a lot. Um, he doesn't look good. Um, the wide receivers can't catch anything. And Who are uh, the wide receivers? Of- That's the point. I don't think anybody knows who their wide receivers are. They have two great tight ends, truth be told. What, but what's funny is the reason I said wide receivers is because I don't know any of the wide receivers. And that Jalen like, Rager, JJ Arcega, Whiteside are their top two. Sean Jackson, third one, third one is Deshaun Jackson. No, Arcega Whiteside's out, so it's it's Jalen and, and Deshaun. So two guys that are about three foot eight, seventeen pounds. Um, yeah. What an insult! Jeez. <laughs> I mean, it's the truth. Jalen Rager was five nine. Deshaun Jackson's like five foot three. I mean, come on. I don't know why I'm picking the Eagles to win this. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you did a good point on why the Eagles I, will not. <laughs> I, I don't know why I'm picking the Eagles to win this, guys. Um, maybe because I think Carson Wentz will go out and ball out. Why? I don't know. His offensive line sucks. Miles Sanders overrated. He's got two really good tight ends, and that's about it. Uh, the defense has looked horrible, even though the front seven is good. Well, I'll say front seven. It's really the front four um, is good. The front seven sucks. I don't think even the family members of the linebackers know that they play for the Eagles. The linebackers suck. The secondary is just absolutely god-awful. Um, yeah, well, I've already said that I'm going with the Eagles, so I can't change my mind. Eagles, great. Let's talk about the next <laughs> game. The Raiders versus the Patriots. Okay, no bias here. Of course, Gabe's picking the Patriots. I already mentioned this. I'm picking the Raiders. Why? Because Josh Jacobs, that is it. I'm pretty sure the Patriots wouldn't stop me and would not. uh, They couldn't hold me below like 30 yards rushing. And, guys, I'm not in the NFL. Their front seven is playing like straight booty. So, yeah, Gabe, why why the Patriots winning this game? I think think this one's – it's hard to win a game with a running back only. Um Ruggs is pretty good deep threat, but I don't think Derek Carr will throw it to him successfully. I think uh, Jonathan Jones will probably be covering Ruggs. Um, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see Gilmore on Darren Waller this week because Darren Waller is really fast. It's either Gilmore or Duggar on Waller. 
and I would kind of lean to Gilmore just due to the fact Waller's a monster and you can't can't kind of kill your rookie safeties right now. Um, I've after after seeing Cam Newton work, I just don't see the Raiders stopping that offense, and which is funny to say because the offense isn't that good. Um, and the uh, Patriots, I, th I feel like they can slow down the Raiders. They're not going to stop Josh Jacobs. It's not going to happen. The front front four played really bad versus the Seahawks, and their their one linebacker good is good at stopping the run. But like I said, he's only one person, and you need more than just one person. Uh, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be. I think this will be the game of the noon. But I yeah. Uh, I'll go with Patriots. After seeing them go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Seahawks, I think they can beat the Raiders. We're going to see, Gabe. I'm telling you, I'm going to get an another game up on you with that one and this next one. You're a bozo for thinking the Falcons are going to beat my Chicago Bears. Come on now, the undefeated Chicago Bears versus the 0-2 Atlanta Falcons. Khalil Mack is going to absolutely and utterly destroy McGarry, who's the right tackle for the Atlanta Falcons. The Atlanta Falcons, I'm 99% sure the Bears are going to go down 21-0 in the first quarter, and the Atlanta Falcons are still going to lose. I'm telling you, Allen Robinson is going to eat, eat A.J. Terrell, the rookie cornerback out of Clemson. I'm telling you, Eddie Jackson is going to destroy Julio Jones across the middle. I'm telling you, Kyle Fuller is going to blanket Calvin Ridley. I'm telling you, Edo Smith, Todd Gurley, and God knows who else is their third string running back aren't going to get nothing. Roquan Smith is going to destroy Hayden Hurst. I am telling you, my Chicago Bears are going 16 and 0 all the way to the Super Bowl. Not really, but I have my Chicago Bears winning this game for all the reasons that I mentioned and the fact that David Montgomery is playing really well in these first two games. They're learning how to use him. And they're not putting Tariq Cohen in on I-formation third and ones at the goal line. So, that is why my Chicago Bears are going to win, Gabe. So, I had my bias game with the Patriots. And you had your bias game with the Bears. I mean, there's no reason why you would think the Falcons won't score. I mean, they're a good offense. They just cannot finish a game to save their life. Ever since the Patriots ruined their hopes of winning the Super Bowl, they have been on a downward spiral since. And Did nothing the, has went so, away. So, so did the Patriots ruin it, or did the Falcons absolutely lose it? And 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 I'm usually not one to say something. That's that the dumbest out, out. question ever. But 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 did, okay. Did you yes. win the game? Did they win the game, or did you lose the game? Well, it's well, clear that the Falcons they lost won the game. The, the Falcons lost the game on Sunday. It's clear that they are poorly coached. Dan Quinn might be arguably the worst coach in the league besides Adam Gase. He is horrible. Horrible. I don't know how do he wanna, still has a job. He's, the, he's just, the only guy I know that has Julio Jones in the red zone and literally tells his offensive coordinator, hey, bro, we have a gigantic human being who's a great wide receiver. Please don't throw him the ball in the red zone. Let's give Calvin Ridley, the guy who's six foot one, the opportunities over Julio Jones, who's six foot three. Let's do it. Okay. I don't, I don't feel like the Falcons like lost that game. They had no turnovers. I mean, they didn't really get many penalties. I mean, did, they did you good. not see the they, onside kick? They scored thirty-eight points. Hold on, they scored thirty-eight points. I mean, honestly, your defense shouldn't be giving up that many points. It's their defense just failed them, and then their joke 
that spe that special team coach shouldn't even be going back to Atlanta. I know. That. Oh, I think, I, I'm I pretty sure if they were Broski. in Atlanta. I would have said Broski. They were go. gone. They're fired. They, they they were in Dallas. How do I, you? I would, yeah. How do you even knows not, to get that ball? Literally. Why were all the Falcons players just watching the ball? It's not a punt. Uh, it's so stupid, dude. But and you still think that I mean, they're going to beat the Bears? I don't think Mitch is good. Like, you think he's the top five quarterback or whatever? So Get out of here. I think Mitch this is a week that he's... bottom five quarterback, but he's better than what a lot of people give him credit for. He's still a bottom five quarterback, but he is not the 32nd no, he's quarterback. Not. He's the 27th he's terrible. quarterback. He sucks. He's, he's, he's garbage. Mitch he's Trubisky had... sucks. I know that. The Falcons, know that. Will, the Falcons will put up points. And I believe the Bears won't put up as many points. The, the, the Bears' Fal defense isn't Falcons, like they used to be. If the it's true, I know you're a Bears fan, but they're just not as good as they used to be. If uh, Mitch is going to have to play his best game of the season, I know it's week three, but he'll have to play the best game of the season to uh, beat the Falcons. It'll be Game. okay. Game you think by. the Raiders are going to beat the Patriots? Gabe. Man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay. We both got the Bills beating the Rams. Why? Um, The Bills are a really good team. They, they they're going really to be good. second place in the division just because the Patriots are going to beat them. But the Bills are extremely... Josh Allen's playing like an MVP. They have Stephon Diggs and John Brown, two great wide receivers. Yeah, don't, don't, he's okay. don't forget about Cole Beasley in the slot. Don't forget about Dawson Knox in, at the tight end position as well. Devin Singletary is good. Junior. Zach Moss is good. Zach Moss is pretty good. Devin Singletary is good. Offenses, I mean, they have everything they need. As long as Josh Allen plays good, the Bills will win. The defense, one of the best in the NFL. Tredavious White, he's playing as good as he did last year. And he's a top top two, top three corners. And I honestly, the Ram I think the Rams will score a little bit just because they have a lot of we weapons. But I don't see the I I can see the Rams beating I mean like stopping the uh rush rushing attack, but I don't see the uh Rams really stopping that Bill's offense. I mean Josh Allen's playing amazing. He's making a lot of good decisions, and he's throwing the ball everywhere. He had 300 yards first week, 400 yards the second week. Yeah. I mean, you can't. it's hard to stop someone whenever he's on fire. Yeah, no, Josh Allen's playing really well, and I and I had said episode eight. Um, that team, as cliche as it is, and is almost like as, as much of a, of a cop out it is, that team's going to go as far as Josh Allen takes them. Josh Allen has all the talent in the world. His arm is the strongest in the league, bar none. Maybe Kyler Murray, you could say, uh, but his his arm strength. Nope. I, no, God no. Kyler Murray has Josh got Allen's incredible, arms. incredible arm, but Josh yeah, Allen. He but can, Josh Allen is easily the best arm in the NFL. Wall. It's insane, but um, that that's not true at all. But go on. That that team is going to go as far as he takes as far as he takes them, and of course he's going to come crashing back down to earth. Just common sense says that, but um, they're a scary team. They they truly are a scary team. They have literally everything you need um, to be a, a a good team is really what it boils down to, and a team yep. that can make noise. A good coach, a, a good Offense, coach, defense, exactly. special teams. 
Exactly. Um, one of these days, I'm going to be proved right with the Texans. I, I guess I, I was I was deciding. So it was between the Browns and the or the Browns, the Broncos and the Texans. I just was going to go with them until they wrote it out. Until I was going to ride with them until they won a game. Um, the Broncos, I no longer can do that because I would just be idiotic. Um, so I'm just going to ride out with the Texans. Eventually, that team will get it together. I don't know how. I don't know when. I don't know where. I don't know any of that. But eventually, a Deshaun Watson-led team will win a game, and I'm just hoping that it's against the Steelers. But I am telling you, I'm sitting David Johnson this week because, A, he sucked last week, and B, the Steelers' freaking front seven is amazing. Their entire defense is good. Let's just call it what it is. I'm not confident on this game, but I got to ride with them. So riding with you, Deshaun, don't make me look like an idiot. Lose a game to Gabe. This Texans team, their schedule sucks beginning of the season. It's brutal. Holy smoke. They played the Chiefs, the Ravens, and now the Steelers. Like, how are you expected to win any? Like, you have to play flawless to be any of those teams. Steelers have a complete team. Big Ben's back. The offense is firing. The running back situation is kind of wonky right now. But he always, uh, he, he, he always goes. And then we have the uh, Texans, like, Will Fuller was put to nothing. Deshaun Watson, he, getting rid of Hopkins might have been the biggest mistake. He has no one to throw to. Not a great running back with David Johnson. Had, I think he had like 18, 15 carries or something. And he just 18 got nothing. carries for, I think, 51 but, yards, I think. So not even yeah, three but, yards a yeah. carry. So I have the Steelers. You have the Texans. Um. Yeah. I, again, guys. I'm just going to hope that something happens. That's literally all I can say. Eventually, one of these weeks, I'll be right. Titans at Vikings. Um, yeah, uh, we both got to go the Texans. Um, or the Texans, the Titans. Ryan Tannehill is looking like a good quarterback. He is. Derrick Henry's been okay. Good defense. Um, and the Vikings, this is more so just how bad the Vikings looked. Good God. Yeah, exactly. I don't have they anything got, to say. The Vikings look destroyed. awful. destroyed. By the Colts, Kirk Cousins. He's back to good old Kirk Cousins. He's uh, he's come crashing back down to earth, and I think he's actually on his way to the seventh layer of hell with how bad he's been playing. Good. If Lord. I die, I die. I mean, well, he seriously. Died. Good Lord. Um, Panthers at Chargers. This is more so about injuries. Um, Christian McCaffrey. I. Yeah. No. No. It, that loss is huge, y'all. Um, and mm-hmm. I and I think even I think everybody knows that, but yeah, the Chargers just took the, the Chiefs. He, he is the offense, good, really good receiving core. Truthfully, shout out to you, Greg, um, calling that. I think I had them at four, but I um, can't remember what Gabe had them. I think he had them at four as well. But Christian McCaffrey, massive loss. Yeah, that's literally all there is to that. I think hey. if uh, Chase Herbert plays, but is his name Justin Herbert? If he plays, Justin Herbert, you about think, to say Chase Young? <laughs> yeah. Well, I, no. I, every single time I think of Justin Herbert, I think of Chase Herbert. I don't know why. I don't even know who Chase Herbert is. But anyways, <laughs> uh, Justin Herbert. I think he's uh, he might be a real deal. And the Chargers defense is still really good. And I think uh, losing Christian McCaffrey is a big blow to the Panthers offense. Yeah. Uh, I have the Chargers winning. At, absolutely. Um, Colts at Jets. I don't think anybody's going to watch that game. Adam Gase is Jets the worst coach. No, my bad. I don't think anybody's going to watch that game. Um, Adam nope. Gase is one of the I worst won't. coaches I've ever seen. Truthfully, one of the worst coaches I've ever seen. He's absolutely awful. Um, the Colts may beat them by 31 points. Seriously. 
Okay, Seahawks. I and Cowboys. completely agree with you. Seahawks. And <laughs> the Cowboys. Jets are garbage. I mean, they, they, dude, it 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 is terrible. It's terrible how bad they are, and it, it starts at the top. Woody Johnson's a horrible owner, and then Adam Gase is uh, the worst coach I've ever seen. Like, like, I'm not even talking football. I'm just talking in general, just period. The worst coach. I'm pretty sure Coach Bob, who was my uh, third grade peewee football coach for the Ulyss Tigers who got thrown out of every single game because he was drunk at 9 a.m. in the morning every single Saturday with his son Bob or with his son uh I can't remember his son's name I can't remember I'm pretty sure coach Bob was a better coach than Adam Gase truthfully shout out to you coach Bob wherever you're at if you're still even alive he was old when I was a kid I'm older now I'm pretty sure Bob's dead but coach Bob you are a better coach than Adam so Gase so grim <laughs> Jeez. Well, Anyways, I mean, let's go. You know, my, my dad's listening the- to this. I know he. I know my dad's like, yeah, Bob's probably dead. Like, I, I know that. Well, I, I have the Colts winning it pretty easily. Uh, next up, we have the Cowboys at the Seahawks. I think this will be a good game, but I think the Seahawks are gonna 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 beat them. You think it's gonna be a good game? We both agree that the Seahawks are gonna beat them. Um, you think it's gonna be a good game? It'll be exciting. For I don't sure. even think it's gonna be close. Um, Russell Wilson is going to just. I believe just destroy this team. Lions at Cardinals. Oh, Russell Wilson will destroy them, but the Cowboy, the Russell, I mean the Seahawks defense losing Bruce Irving, that and their defense already isn't that good. I think it's going to be a high scoring game, and usually high scoring games are exciting. So that's why I think the Seahawks Absolutely. will win, but it will be a good game. Next, we have the Lions at the Cardinals. The Lions are probably the best team at losing fourth quarter leads, um, and Kyler Murray's going to win the MVP, and they have a top. 10 defense they have a top five top 10 offense i mean i don't see how you can go against the cardinals kyler that's all i gotta say with that one um cardinals yeah they're gonna dominate okay here it ends bronco or bucks at broncos guys it ends i can't trust jeff driscoll to beat a tom brady led team even though the bucks or blake bortles good oh yeah blake bortles even um even though tom brady has not looked good um Let's just call it what it is. He looked is. good in that first he half. He looked good in the first. Good I was going to say half, the second half. Good in the bad. first quarter and a half, and then just just crapped the bed. Um, the Bucks are going to destroy them. Um, the Broncos are not going to be good. Um, too many injuries. They, they lost everyone. Exactly. Anyone worth of salt? So. Exactly. Um, Packers at Saints. This is going to be this is a Sunday night game, guys. This is going to be a good game. Um, Drew Brees always shows up in big games. Just call it what it is. Um, Besides on Monday Night Football versus Raiders. You know, it's, it, uh, pretty much. But um, this is going to be a good game. We disagree on this one. I got Saints. You got Packers, truthfully. Um, I'll let you explain why you got the Packers. Um, I'm being honest. I did my predictions after you, and I wanted to get a game up on you. And so I was like, you know, I can see the Saints winning this game. I can just as easily see the Packers winning this game as well. Both teams are good. Like I said earlier, guys, top to bottom, that Saints roster is arguably the best in the league. They're playing without Michael Thomas, of course. But, um, yeah, I'm going to say the Saints, but I wouldn't at all be surprised to see the Packers. But why do you think the Packers? I just think Aaron Rodgers is playing like an MVB kind of quarterback. Uh, right now, I don't, I'm not saying that it'll, he will it'll last. But the uh, Packers have a complete team. What, I think their team is probably better than the Saints, top to bottom. And the Saints not having Michael Thomas is a huge blow to them. Outside of Kamara, that Saints offense I don't think is really good. And Jared uh, Cook didn't I, play well, I, and yeah, yeah. I just I, I mean Jared Cook isn't normally a good tight end, but I, just, I don't know. I, th- I think the Packers will win 
by a touchdown or, touchdown or two. Yeah. No, that's uh, – again, like I said, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if the, if the Saints won by 10. I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers won by 10. Seriously, neither one would shock me. Okay, we agree on this one. Biggest game of the week, bar none. Chiefs at Ravens. Gabe, I guarantee you our thought process is the same as to why we have this team. Who do we have and why? The one and only, I hate this team, but they're Ravens. They uh, they do everything. They're, they have a great defense, a great offense. Lamar Jackson's unstoppable. I mean, it really, like, the team just looks good. They have so many weapons. You can't just say, hey, we're going to take out this one player and we win. No, you take out one player, they have three more players that are going to go put up 150 yards on you. The Chiefs are a really good team. But they played awful last week. The, the Chargers had no business being, like, even competing against that team. And the Chiefs almost lost. And they should have lost. But they, good teams win those games. And I, that's, I mean, I think the Ravens are a better team than the Chiefs. And I'm, I... I'm not going to say my prediction for what will happen to the Ravens, but yeah, the Ravens are good. Yeah, the Ravens are uh, they're a good team. That's literally all that needs to be said. They're a good team. Like Gabe said, y'all, I, mean, I guess you could say this about the Chiefs as well, but not so much, truthfully, um, in my opinion, especially with the loss of Sammy Watkins, Miko Hardman being literally non-existent, Tyreek Hill not playing a good game last week, so on and so forth. The Ravens have got weapons literally everywhere. You stop Mark Ingram, great. Let's throw in J.K. Dobbins, a arguably better all-around back. You or stop LJ. Mark I mean, <laughs> literally, you stop Mark Andrews. Okay, great. Let's let's uh, throw Miles Boykin. You stop Miles Boykin, Mark Andrews, J.K. Dobbins, and Mark Ingram. Okay, well, let's talk Marquise about Brown. Marquise Brown, who's going to blow the top off. You want to oh. stop him? Let's talk about Willie Sneed the fourth. I mean, like, they just have players everywhere. The Ravens are a good team. They they just and- are. And even if you do stop them, well, their defense is coming out now, and their defense will stop you. <laughs> exactly. That 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 team is good. I'm I'm buying into the hype. Lamar Jackson is not a running back. He is not a wide receiver. That man is a quarterback. Um, and yeah, I think everybody who passed on him is regretting that. Truthfully, truth be told, um, he looked good. Um, he's looked good since Louisville. Let's call it what it is. Gabe, what else you got? Not much. I'm just excited to see this Raiders and Patriots game. It's going to be good. Bears-Falcons, of course, will be good. There's a lot of good games on, on the slate. There's a lot of really bad games, but like the, the three or four that are really good games I think are going to be really good games. Bills at Rams, um, of course, the Bears and the Falcons and the Patriots at Raiders, that's going to be good. Uh, but, um, I mean, there's some good games. you got the Packers at Saints, Chiefs at Ravens, Cowboys at Seahawks, um, Texans at Steelers, Rams at Bills. That's five right there with no rooting interest for me personally, that's, that's, that's a good slate, y'all, a good slate of some games. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Gabe, you, you said you wanted to say one more thing. Yeah. One thing is like last week, the noon games pretty, were pretty awful, but the, like after the noon games, they were amazing. Well, this week there's a game that you can watch anytime. So it's, I, this week will be exciting. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a good week, but with that being said, I think we're done with episode 13. Y'all, like share subscribe like share subscribe follow us on facebook at two m-e-n-u-t-e drill the number two not t-w-o or t-o or t-o-o oh you like t-o shout out by by the way remember he is the second greatest third, wide receiver third, of all time. third second greatest wide receiver of all time third. thank you very <clears> much gabe um 
support us on Patreon, guys. Two, five, or ten dollars a month. That's it. I don't mind asking people for money, especially if it's two dollars. Like literally, it's two dollars. I'm asking you to not get a Kit Kat tomorrow. That's it, guys. Hopefully, y'all enjoyed it. This has been the Two Minute Drill, episode thirteen. See y'all on the flip side. Adios.